Having debt when you're applying to become a police officer can hurt you. It depends on what debt that is and how you address it. Let's discuss. get started listen those gifts are still in the description for you the getting started workshop it's going to walk you through each stage of the hiring process so you know exactly what you're getting into plus there's those hidden bonuses in there as well additionally if you are ready to get started on your hiring process and you have something specific to you jump on a free coaching call with me i'd love to help you out do the best i can to get you moved along and hired as quickly as possible now how does debt affect your hiring process it's not good, but at the same point, not all debt is bad. So if I said that you had $300,000 in debt, would that disqualify you? The question is, is what type of debt is it? Is that $300,000 because you have a, a $280,000 mortgage and a $20,000 car note? If that's the case, then no, it's it's not really going to hurt you as long as you've been making your payments online. And in fact, that's actually going to help your credit score, right? So your credit score would actually go up having that type of debt on, on the books as long as you're making those minimum payments. Uh, don't just make the minimum payments, but this isn't a financial episode. So make make your minimal payments, make the payments you need to make, and don't miss any or don't have anything sent to collections, which we'll discuss at another time. But for the most part, if you have that type of debt, you're fine. Now, what happens if you have $300,000 in credit card debt or $300,000 in, in vehicle debt, right? Say you own five cars and they total, you know, they total up around, you know, hundred between hundred and three hundred thousand dollars and $300,000. That's going to look bad, right? Because you have cars that are no longer deemed as a as a necessity, right? Now it's just just debt accumulating. There is a caveat to this, right? There's there's always a caveat and there's always a way to look at something. If you if you work as a car dealership, right? If you if you own a car dealership or you have a, a side income as a car dealership, like an actual professional car dealership, and you have these used vehicles that you buy, sell, restore, and it's three hundred thousand dollars in debt, but then you sell them. And, and you make a, a significant profit and pay it off. And it's just a reinvestment. And that's that's something completely different, right? That's business. That's not your personal finances. And you should never, if you do have a business, you should never mix your business and your personal finances. But if your personal finances show that you have a $300,000 debt and it's all credit cards and and other other debt other than the necessities of of life you know a house it's it's another thing if you have a rental home that's that's perfectly fine right but once again that that falls under a business so we're talking specifically you as an individual your primary residence and your your vehicle for for vehicles right plural if you have more than one for you and your family what's what's a necessity that's not going to hurt you now if you get up around $50,000 in credit card debt that that's going to look bad, right? Why do you have $50,000 in credit card debt? They're going to start prying into that. How does your credit score look? They're going to look at your debt, right? If they see that much debt, they're going to look at your credit score. And then they might ask you for an itemized breakdown of your bank statements. There's, there's a chance that will happen. If, if the numbers don't add up, they're going to want to see, 
are you going to be able to clear for your public trust security clearance? And that's why they're looking at this because while they're going to do a background investigation on you, at the end all goal is to have your public trust security clearance or whatever level security clearance you need, depending on the position you're going to. So, you know, some federal positions require a significantly higher security clearance. So keep that in mind, right? When you're when you're looking at this. Now, is it the end all be all if you have a lot of debt? No. Most people say, hey, I have $10,000 in debt. That's not really a lot of debt. Um, you know, it could be paid off in a, in a couple paychecks. But the other aspect is if you're not making those payments, that's seriously going to hurt you and it's going to affect your credit score. So taking both your credit score and your debt, your total debt, to income ratio, right? So if you have $30,000 in debt, but you're only making $12 an hour, there's a real good chance you're not going to be able to pay that off. And then they're going to also look at your overall monthly bills too. So let's say you're making, let's say you have $30,000 in debt, you're making, let's say $3,000 a month total after taxes, right? Your bring home is $3,000 a month. And then you have you know, $2,800 a month in bills, right? Between between electric, you know, all your subscriptions, your Netflix, Hulu, everything like that. Um, your, so rent, house payment, I'm sorry, rent or mortgage payment, your car note, your, your electric bill, your phone bill, your internet bill, um, your subscription base, your heating bill, right? Your electric, if I didn't say that already, um, all these things, all these things are going to add up and they're what, what they're going to do is get a debt to income ratio. So your income is going to be 3000. And then let's say your debt is 2,800, but then you have $30,000 in, in credit card bills. It's going to tank your credit score. And then they're going to look at you and say, Hey, are you trustworthy? You know, would you accept a bribe or, or are you fiscally, um, responsible, excuse me, financially responsible. Um, and they're, they're just going to, they're going to question that. And it's going to really play a major impact on your decision, whether or not you're going to clear your background clearance. Now there's a couple of things you can do about this. You can always do debt reconsolidation, but the problem with that is with debt reconsolidation, and it's not a problem. I shouldn't say that, but it's going to hurt your credit score in the beginning because they're going to have you stop making payments while they negotiate with all your all your debtors, uh, excuse me, your creditors, and and each one of them they're going to say, hey, you know, we'll agree to pay this off, and then they're going to they're going to take on all your debt, and then you're going to have a one time payment to them. Opposed to another option, you can always do is you can always take out a a individual loan to to pay off all your other debts and only have one payment. So you only have one minimum payment to make a month. So you you don't fall behind on minimum payments. That's another good way to do it. However, you got to be really cautious of interest rate, right? You don't want a really high interest rate. That's more than what you're paying now, because ultimately, well, that does make it easier to pay one payment. It still hurts you because you're paying more money in the long run, unless you can pay off the, the entire debt early. Now this all this does look good. It all saves you a lot of a lot of issues when it comes to having to make a bunch of minimum payments, possibly mi missing a payment, going to collections, and like I said, we'll talk about that in another video. But you really have to understand 
Debt is a significant factor when it comes to your your background process. It's not going to necessarily disqualify you. However, if you have multiple issues that are revolving around financial situations, such as you have bills in collections, you have large amount of of revolving debt, such as credit cards, you have um, poor income to income to debt ratio and you have a bad credit score, it's going to be hard for them to get you the security clearance that you need. It's not impossible. It's just going to be hard for them to get that. And you're going to have to clearly articulate and explain each situation and what you're doing to better improve this. So once again, time is, is the greatest thing that makes these hurdles shorter, right? Makes them smaller. So if the farther you are out from a past financial issue in your background or financial hurdle in your background, the better it looks now presently while you're applying to go through your police hiring process. I hope this helps. Remember those gifts are in the description. They're definitely going to help walk you through each stage of the hiring process, especially the pepper preparation stage where we cover a little bit more about financial issues. And then same thing, if you have any specific questions about this or anything else with your hiring process that's tailored to you, reach out to a free coaching call. I'd love to help you. As always, stay safe and I'll see you next time.